Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. everybody. Welcome back to the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast. This is episode 69, and I'm so excited today because we are going to talk to my good friend, Allie, all about entertaining, which if you follow me on stories, I love a good party. Um, But throwing a party can be super stressful. So we are going to make it easy today. Um, Allie, will you introduce yourself, introduce your amazing website and all that for everybody? Sure. Well, thank you for having me on. My name is Allie Ward and um, my website is Made With Happy. It is a celebration of life every day, colorful and happy um, through make it yourself crafts, entertaining, travel and all things happy. I love it. I love it. And her, you guys, if you need to go to the write-up for this in the website and click on her website. It's so pretty. I mean, it's so vibrant and colorful and follow her on Instagram too. It's just so makes it's for sure makes you happy. A hundred percent. If you're sad when you look mm-hmm. at it, then yeah, no, you're happy. A hundred percent. And Allie, you are, I've mm-hmm. been to Allie's parties before and she throws an amazing party and makes it look so seamless, which is why I decided to have her on today because now that, partying is kind of back <laughs> slowly but surely yeah. um I think everybody this season these next like seasons everyone's going to be like I want to do all the things I want to have all the parties and um especially since we've been kind of down for a while getting back into it can be super stressful and so let's talk about how we can make party planning and throwing easy and fun <laughs> Absolutely. I know, I know, you know, people are hesitant to get back into the um, gatherings of more than, you know, uh, your family and other families. And so, you know, easing your way back in is definitely, um, I think on everyone's minds, but you can make it really easy. And if you're starting, it depends on, you know, what you're trying to do. You can start as easy as, you know, you're trying to throw a children's party or, Um, a dinner party, or just have your friends over to, you know, gather in one place again. Um, Yeah, it's, it it can be overwhelming, but just taking one step at a time, I think it's, you know, ease your way back in, maybe don't throw a 200 person (laughs) get together. (laughs) If you're hesitant about it, but yeah. um, I love it. That's a good idea that I would do, but I think you can ease your way back in for sure. Well, that's a really good idea. I like the idea of having like a small dinner party or something to kind of like get your feet wet in the whole thing. That's, um, mm. that's kind of, I think where we were at. And then all of a sudden we're like, eh, no, mm. let's just move on to big parties. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to party planning, like if you're thinking like, okay, there's, you know, maybe it's not a holiday. Maybe you just want to get back into, you know, having people over, what would you say like your first steps would be like, how would somebody that's so overwhelmed, like break it down? Um, okay. Yeah. So if you want to have, um, people over for the first time, I definitely think like, a um, a dinner party invite, you know, one or two groups of friends or, uh, another family over and just, okay, hold on. Yeah. Um, just 
start from there and kind of the, the way that I like to, um, think about it. And I think about, um, your friends and family and we have diverse diets and there's people that, you know, there's everyone now is so there's so many things over the board, whether they're, they're vegan, they're vegetarian, they're, they're gluten-free, they're dairy-free. Um, there's so many different, um, diets these days. So I like to try and keep it easy and try and think about something that can, um, cross all the lines. And so you kind of start from there and then, you know, it's just a matter of knowing your guest, I think is the, the, the key to, um, any entertainment. If, if you know what guests are coming, you can know what, where to start. So if you have friends that you're coming over and they're vegetarian, well, then there you go. You're going to start with something that's vegetarian based and then go from there. That's a really good point is knowing who you're inviting. That's like, I I'd never even thought about it that way, but starting with like, who's going to be there to kind of guide everything. And it's so true. Like, you know, and you, we all know, like, let's just be real. We have people that we invite over that we have to stress a little more about what should sure. be there, how everything's going to look. And then you have friends that come over that it's like, you don't need a, you don't need to put away all the little things in your house. So it a hundred percent does make a difference. And I know that like, cause we've had parties before where, you know, Joe is like, well, are you going to put all these things away? We have to clean up. We have to do whatever. And then, you know, you have certain friends that you're like, they don't care. I'm not putting everything away. And not that your other friends do care, but it's, I guess it's just that level of comfortability, I guess you can say. Well, and yeah, you know, I, I, we like to think, you know, you, you, you'd like to think that you're surrounding yourself with friends that um, could care less if there's, you know, kids toys all over your playroom or, you know, your bathroom looks disheveled because that's the kid's bathroom. Um, you'd like to think that you're surrounding yourself with um friends that could care less or in the same boat as you, um, you know, if it, if it's, uh, you're having, um, your boss over for right. that sort of dinner party, then of course you're, you're gonna want to, you know, tidy up a lot more, you know, spring for the, the house cleaner and, you know, get things a little more in shape. But when you're, you know, if you're just starting out having, you know, another family or friends over, I don't think it matters that much in terms of the cleaning part. I, you know, I mean, there's so many aspects to entertaining that, um, over the years I've just sort of, um, it becomes second nature, but, um, we just love having an open house. So, you know, keeping the main part of the house clean and tidy is, part of my thing now. So part of your thing. Totally. It, it just, it's kind of like a habit. Over. Yeah. It's um, fun. So thinking, speaking of all the aspects entertaining, like there's, you're right. There's so many. So what, what are kind of like all the things we have to think about? We got to think, like you said, knowing who you're having will help you deal, like start with like food and dietary needs, but like, what else is there other than the tidying okay, up and the so, food? Well, so yeah, I mean your space, of course, like if you're, you know, you're in a smaller apartment, then you're not going to want to invite, you know, the hundred people, just knowing your space and knowing your capacity is a first thing. And then, you know, tidying up, of course, but I think, you know, um, 
knowing what to serve, I think becomes uh, what people get a little bit hung up on. Um, how much uh, to have to drink, how much, uh, you know, what, what, how much food, how, how much to drink, how much should you buy that sort of thing and what you should buy, what you should serve. Um, I think that becomes the, the thing that people get a little hung up on and they ask me a lot of times, but um, I think it's a matter of yes, knowing your audience. So if you're having a kid's party, know how many kids you're inviting, know if you're inviting the, the parents that you're going to need to have some um, snacks and drinks for the parents as well. Um, a lot of times, you know, you think, okay, kids party, we're having eight, eight-year-olds. Okay. What do they eat? You know, you probably can figure that part out or you're just, or, you know, like make it easy on yourself. Do say you're having pizza and cupcakes and have a few other snacks there and call it a day. But, um, I think it's just a matter of setting your own expectations and knowing your limits and saying, okay, if I'm only having eight-year-olds over for an hour, I do not need a ton of food, a ton of snacks, a ton of drinks. It's because they're not going to be here for very long. So don't, you know, don't, don't feel like you have to break the bank and, and have a gazillion of all these things. Um, if you're just starting out, then do that, set it for an hour or two hours. I think parents would absolutely appreciate a small gathering for an hour where, you know, you're not like your kid's not at a birthday party for the whole day, you know? Totally. And that's such a good point about the kids parties too, is that yeah, you're right. If parents aren't coming, like, honestly, I don't feel like kids care that much. And so many of us, I mean, and I don't, I don't know about you, but I remember when, you know, Sam, my first was little, you know, you were, I was like, oh my gosh, Pinterest, this Pinterest, that Pinterest, that. And then I distinctly remember Mason's, um, I think it was his seventh birthday. Parker was here. I had a sleepover and he wanted a sleepover. And so I had him invite like, you know, his five closest friends. I think there was five or six boys. And I started thinking like, okay, what am I going to do? And he looked at me, he goes, mom, I just want an ice cream cake from Cold Stone and I want to order pizza. And I was like, okay. And I literally did just that. I didn't do anything else. And they had the best time. I know it's it, just it, so it, it, simple. It, it's And, and, that's my motto is keep it as simple as possible. It's when you're setting up, you know, five different craft stations and a balloon guy and a this and a that you're going to um, end up disappointing yourself. You're going to have a letdown because it, it, it just can't, you can't run that many different stations unless you're, you know, throwing a, school carnival or something, you know, like it's, that's not what entertaining is about. And having parties is not about, um, it's about getting together and it's about the relationships of friendships coming together or family. And it's not necessarily like keeping hands busy. Like we think it's going to be so totally. And that's so true. Yeah. Well, and it's true. And the kids, honestly, half the stuff they don't even do. Like they, if you have all these things, the kids get overwhelmed and they're like, I just want to play, you know? (laughs) Yeah. 
um, you know, the, I mean, there's always things that come up and I know, um, for my son's fourth birthday, I think it was fourth. Um, I had rented, uh, like a bouncy house and, um, and it's in the end of September. So I was thinking, oh, it's going to be, you know, cooler weather. I had booked it for two hours and I thought, okay, they're going to bounce in that place for like 30 minutes to an hour. We'll have one activity and then we'll have pizza and cupcakes and then we'll be done. Well, it ended up being over a hundred degrees and everyone showed up like on the dot, which was uh, another thing that you need to keep into consideration is the time, time. But um, for some reason, this entire party started right on time. They bounced for about 10 minutes. We're so hot that they came in and said, okay, what's next? And I remember that party. And it's just the way that it goes. It, it ended up being the full length of the party was 45 minutes. And the parents were like, thank you. We'll go home now. You know, and it was because they're <laughs> four. They all went home. They all had an amazing time. We did our activity. We had our pizza. We had our cupcake. And they were out the door in 45 minutes. And that's amazing. You know, like that's the way it goes. And it's, you know, it's just one of those things that you just kind of like, you have to laugh about later. but. Yeah. Um, keeping it simple and just going with the flow is kind of a, my motto, but yeah. Um, so when it comes to like, okay, so we, when it comes to like the planning, you have to think about all these different things. Okay. So yeah. it's, so let's get back to that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just chatting here. Um, okay. So things that you have to think about, you're going to think about your guests first and foremost, who, who is it? Is it a kid's party? Is it a, a dinner party? Is it a, just a barbecue or is it like a Thanksgiving thing? Or is it a huge, you know, is it a Christmas party? Is it where you're inviting all walks of life where you're inviting coworkers and your, um, your neighbors and everyone to come, you've kind of got to think of the, okay, let's think of the guests and then go from there. And you kind of say, okay, what are the expectations that I'm looking to set for your party? So if you're looking to have it be more of a um, open house, kind of everybody flow in and flow out, then you need to set that expectation. And then you're going to know that, okay, you invited a hundred people. The possibility is that a hundred people could show um, probably at different times throughout the day, but um that you have to feed a hundred people or you have to have drinks at least for a hundred people. So it's one of those things where you kind of say, okay, um, you know, not worst case scenario, but you know, what's the max that possibly could be at my house at that time? Or, um, you know, is it, is it a sit down meal? Are you, do you have seating for everybody? Those sort of things are the kind of, um, things that I like to think about. Um, if, if it's more like a barbecue, have your friends over that sort of thing, then, um, you can be a little more relaxed and make sure that you just have, um, enough seating at one time for, you know, I like to, I like to think about half the people, um, at least have seats for half the people at one point, unless it's a very large party. And then, you know, you're not going to necessarily have 
all the seats, but making sure you have at least half the seats available at one point, whether it's in the kitchen, in your living room, outside, that sort of thing. And then, um, then we talk about food. We talk about food and, and drinks. And um, I think that's um, the big one for people. Yeah. Of course, you know, then there's always the like, if it's a sit down dinner, are you setting it up? Are you going to set the table before or are you not? Th- those sort of things are the things that you can think about as well. That's a really good idea. Um, I like going back what you said about the seating. Like if it's open, like having about half the seating for the people there, that's a good, really good tip. Because I think so many people, you know, stress about that. Like I don't, you know, I don't have a lot of tables and chairs. And th- the reality is like, unless you're having like a sit down dinner party, people aren't really sitting, you know, the whole time, like if at all, like they, they're flowing around talking to people. So that's a really good um, number to have in mind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have a pool and so um, pool parties are uh, happen quite often. And I think, you know, like I never count the kids in that because kids can be in the pool or sitting on the grass or um, that sort of thing. So I kind of, you know, when you're thinking about it, think about it from like an adult perspective. Um, Because if you have, you know, 20 kids and, you know, 10 adults, then don't worry about it. You know, as long as you've got five to 10 seats for the adults, you're probably set. Totally. That's a really, yeah, that's a definitely a really good idea. Um, so then what about like decor? So if you're, you decide you're going to have a party and, um, I mean, do you always have to decorate? Can you have it simple? Can, I mean, where would you say, really putting energy into decor is most important. Okay. So decor is my jam and anyone that checks out my site, they'll know that, um, I do a lot of seasonal things from kids crafts to decor to table settings and such, and definitely check that out depending on what season you're talking. But, um, I like to, you know, again, you know, my motto is keep everything as simple as possible. I like, um, I'm just not, I mean, yes, if you have a theme for a birth, the kid's birthday party, go for it. I mean, whatever you feel, um, my main thing is I like to have, um, one section. I like to have the table set up with the theme. If it's a kid's party where the food is, I like to have that set up with the theme. And then, you know, you could have it as simple as the entrance, or, you know, having a banner that if it's Minecraft, you know, have your table set up with Minecraft looking things. And then, you know, on the way in, it says, you know, Parker's birth Minecraft party, and then have one decoration there. And then maybe like, um, I love a good photo wall, but not everyone else is going to be that um, over the top with that. So I think, you know, having one or two banners and keep it simple like that. If it's, if it's more than that, that it just becomes, there's not enough places in your house. And then you're like trying to put a square peg in a round hole, um, keep it simple. And, uh, you know, I think it's classy, no matter what the theme is, if, if you keep it to the table, um, one or two like banners. And then if you're going to do over the top, you know, photo wall or those sort of things, 
sprinkle it throughout, but keep it simple. I love um, the photo wall idea. And I actually like, I mean, I think that um, you can totally even do a simple photo wall. I mean, just get a piece of like butcher paper and tape it against your wall and then get some fun, like, um, like, you know, little things for kids to hold up or dress up stuff. And even like those of us that have kids, I, I have three boys and we have a ton of dress up stuff. They love yeah. to, you know, they've always loved to dress up and do things like that. So if, especially if you have young kids, you can, you may not even need to buy anything. You know, if you have like, if you're throwing like a princess party, guarantee your daughter probably has some dress up princess stuff. You could put in a basket by a photo wall and let kids play around with photos. Um, Yes. And I will tell you that I've been doing this for, you know, 12 years now, throwing these kids parties. The easiest thing is to head to your dollar store, grab streamers of whatever color your party is and start from there. They typically have at the dollar, the one, at least the one by us, it's like, they'll have something if unless it's like a far-fetched theme that you you made up yourself which is fine too you probably have colors that are associated with it they'll have that streamer they'll have um and many times I've all just tape streamers down uh the wall and and at the top you know your kids are not you know tape it at six foot you can get 25 foot streamers for $1 and put those as your wall. And it's the easiest thing, a, a balloon or two. And they have, you know, they have a bag of balloons for another dollar. You're $2 in plus some tape and you've got yourself a photo wall. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. What a great tip. That's awesome. I love that streamer idea. Yeah. Streamers are like, they're so cheap. And you just do we it whatever color, if it's princess, if it's tangled, get purple and yellow and white and just do those streamers down the wall and the the kids are set if it's rainbow get rainbow I mean it's the easiest thing and Allie you guys if you are looking to throw a party for a budget Allie's site is a hundred percent just liquid gold like she has so many ideas for these kinds of things it's crazy I mean that whole streamer thing is is great. I mean, even if you're doing an adult party and you want to decorate, like you can use that streamer idea as like just to add a pop of color somewhere. Yeah. We, we show you everything from like a little tassels that you can make out of a piece of tissue paper. Um, and I'm telling you, I get everything at the dollar store because there's no reason to spend um, an arm and a leg for, for decorations when, you know, it's probably a once once in a lifetime party, unless, you know, um, you think you're going to have more than one <laughs> right. rainbow yeah, party or right. something like that, then, okay. Yeah. Maybe you want to invest in a, a piece of paper that's, or a, like a photo wall that's a little bit, um, more expensive, maybe from the party city or whatnot. Um, but definitely check out, I think it's keep it simple. It doesn't all have to be the exact theme either. That's the, right. the other thing that I want to stress is that people get really nervous about Minecraft. Okay. They're like, I don't know anything about Minecraft. I don't either. But you, what you can do is either if they're not at the dollar store, go to your party store and, or go to Amazon, buy the 
the napkins and the plates for it. And then look at the colors that you're buying and then go from there. So if everything is Minecraft and it's green and red and black, then just get green, red and black balloons and or streamers and you're set. It doesn't matter. It all kind of goes together anyway. If As long as you have like a napkin or something, if you're going for an exact theme like that. Um, otherwise, I am all about the color and just bringing all those colors together and no one will know the difference that you didn't know anything about Minecraft um, because that's, it doesn't matter. That's a great idea. And honestly, like even just having too much character stuff can almost be like too much, you know? It can be like just, you know, from, from like a visual aspect it'll almost be overwhelming. So just like you said, like if you're looking to save money, grab just the plates or a napkin and then everything else just do the plain colors it'll save you so much money because those so character much. things are so overpriced it's insane it's ridiculous and and nobody's gonna and, and especially kids parties that's when you're right. you're trying to do the theme the most and kids do not care kids no. could care less if they have a minecraft plate or they yeah. think they're at a minecraft party they don't they could care less Right. Exactly. Totally. That's such a good point. So that's, that's, those are amazing tips, but like you said, like the food tends to be the food and drink tends to be where uh-huh. you know, you sit. most people get hung up. And I do too. Cause you always think about, okay, how many drinks am I serving alcohol? If I am like how much for each person, whatever, and food. And, and we always tend to overdo the food, you know, like I've been to a party where I'm not even kidding you. They were giving pizzas out, full pizzas as you were leaving because they ordered yeah. so many pizzas. And that's like, that was like your exit gift. Uh, so, yeah. And, 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 you know, and that happens. And, you know, in my opinion, there's not, I mean, too much food is always a better yeah. scenario than too less of food. But also, you know, it's like these people are not staying, they're not like living at your house. So, if they leave hungry, that's on them and they can go home and eat too. You know, like don't feel like, unless, I mean, of course, if you're having a dinner party, let's, you know, feed the people. But, um, but if you're having a barbecue and, you know, just make sure you have enough burgers, whatever, right. you know, whatever you're cooking enough for like each person and go from there. Totally. Well, and people, I feel like when you go to a party, like you don't, they don't want to be like full and stuff. They just want enough to just, you know, munch on and, and, and feel happy, but they don't need to be, you don't have to leave a di- up someone's like party feeling like you're going to like roll yourself out, you know, because you're so full. You're like, oh, I can't even walk. So that's and, a really, and I really recommend not, not doing that. <laughs> yes. Yes. As a host just, that, you know, yeah. you're trying to feed everybody. And if there's, you know, two guys over there that are like devouring a pizza each you're like hey dude back off yeah yeah <laughs> I gotta save feed other people here <laughs> totally save some for others so yeah. when it comes to like let's start with the drinks I feel like that might be a little easier when it comes to drinks so let's talk alcohol because you know we always should probably have like non-alcoholic options for some people um what do you I think, think okay so uh, okay I'm gonna tell you I, and one thing that always tends to get overlooked when we're doing the alcohol, 
Um, make sure that you have water, <laughs> that you're out. Uh, a lot of people forget to put like bottles of water or um, a water jug out and that um, we just want to make sure that. So I'm just going to, you know, that's my little tidbit that make sure there's water. Um, okay. So in terms of alcohol, it depends on what kind of party we're having. If you're having a Christmas party, then um, and like an adult Christmas party, you, you are expecting that um, primarily that they're going to drink, that adults are going to consume beverages um, and probably more than one. So my guess, you know, I like to make sure that there's enough um, because alcohol can stay and, and it'll for your next party. But um, I like to say three to four, even though like that might be a lot for some, that might not be a lot for some of the gentlemen that are, you know, they, they can go through five or six beers in a party or something like that. But um, I like to start at four and go from there. So if we think it's just going to be a wine and beer and wine kind of party, then um, I think, you know, what did they say that a bottle of wine will have five drinks? Well, I, I kind of go with the like four or three. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think like, okay, you know, like they're, they might be, you know, it's not like a precise pour from um, a winery or such. So I like to, you know, say, okay, let's say we're going to get four, four glasses per bottle and then start from there. So if you're going to, you know, you're, it's a long party. If it's, if it's an hour party, that's a different story. Then you're going to want to cut back and say, okay, they're probably going to only have one or two drinks if it's an hour party, but if it's a four hour party, yeah, you want to up the amount and kind of go from there. And then, um, in terms of hard alcohol, uh, I like to have a, a selection. I uh, primarily, I feel like people tend to drink vodka, tequila, um, a rum and, or spiced rum and, or have like a, um, I mean, some folks will drink like a, um, a gin or a one-off of, you know, if they're scotch drinkers or those sort of thing. But I primarily try to keep to the, the main three of rum, vodka, and tequila, and then um, ask if, if you want something other than that, then bring it yourself. And then, then we go from there. So, um, I like to make sure that there's like a spiced rum, a, a white rum, tequilas and vodkas. And then, then you go into the wines and beer. Beers. Yeah. So does that make sense? Totally. Totally. Um, so with a bottle of hard alcohol, it's about, it's an ounce of drink, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Average. It, and no, no, know your audience, you know, if they're yeah. not like, if it's not a big drinking group, then yeah, I would say an ounce to two ounce per drink is, um, safe to say. And then if you're getting a, a small, you know, 750 milliliter, yeah. However many ounces that calculates out to be, um, I always just, you know, 
make sure that you're not the the one thing where I've gotten into trouble is when um, everyone drinks the one drink. So if you're making a um, if you want you know you like went to Costco and you got a lot of vodka, then make your signature drink a vodka drink and make it so that either you have a punch bowl of it, it's already made. Um, or, um, and then know that you're going to have more of that drink than your other stuff. Otherwise, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea to have the signature drink. That's really, I like that idea. It's fun. Yeah. I like to tend to have one or two. Um, but again, you know, not everyone's a vodka drinker, or if you're going to make a some sort of martini not everyone's going to drink right. that so um but totally but if you have like the beer and the wine sure. yeah there's lots if you have the other options it's always good um and so then go ahead you know you have enough of the mixers right right so i like you know it's the, the go down the list and I don't know if I actually have that on the website. If not, you'll be seeing it soon, but it's a list of like, Hey, what are the mixers that I should buy? Is it the tonics, the soda waters, the limes, those sort of things. I'm happy to answer those questions too. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so then there's food when it comes to food, what just in general, let's say per person, like, obviously burgers and things like that, whatever, it, it's easy to figure out, you know, a burger per person average. Um, but what about if you're just doing like appetizers? Like, how do you know how many like types of appetizers you should have? Um, and, and what you should have? Yes. Okay. So appetizers are my jam. Um, I am all about appetizers. I think every party can live off of appetizers. And I'm a firm believer in this. Um, okay, so with as many different diets as there are out there, and especially like even within my family, I have a vegan, uh, one that only eats fish, um, dairy-free and gluten-free, celiac, someone. And so it's, you gotta start from the basics and you think, okay, so as long as I have, you know, something that's veggie based and some like at least one that's veggie based one that's, you know, I like to make sure at least one or two of each of the appetizers can cater to those with dietary restrictions. And because there's nothing worse than, um, I don't eat dairy. And so it's nothing worse than going to a party. That's all cheese which right. <laughs> I've, I've, we've all, I don't know, I've been to it and yeah. it's fine, but then you end up not eating and you're having a couple cocktails and then it's like, okay, I need yeah. someone Dad to take me fast. home. <laughs> yeah. This didn't go well. So, um, but yeah, so I like to have, like think of one or two, um, appetizers that let, let, let's get that out of the way. One to two appetizers per dietary restriction to make sure that at least your guests with those 
because those are the ones that are actually concerned. The rest of the people are probably not as concerned about what they're eating. And so, um, I like to cater to them first because you know what, like that's me. And so why not make sure that they're covered and then the rest of the people can, you know, figure it out, but right. Um, okay. So most appetizers, you're going to get like 24 to 36 out of them, whatever you're making, whether it's like, a um, a crudite or, uh, something, you know, tater tots do incredibly well on my site, which is a whole other thing, but just knowing like, okay, you, a bag of tater tots, if you're going to do a tater tot appetizer has, you know, 36, at least tater tots in there. So it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I like to start at 24 for each, um, appetizer that you're going to make and then go from, so it's a, it's a balance of saying, okay, if I have someone that's dairy free and someone that's gluten free that I know for sure, right. Or we have a vegan, a gluten-free and a dairy free. Okay. Well, the vegan can carry the dairy free person, you know, so you kind of say, okay, so I need at least four or five appetizers. And so then I, then from there I start to go, okay, how many hours is this party? And do they need to sustain food? If it's a summer party that is like everyone's outside and they're in and out and it's, you know, between meals, then you don't, you don't have to have a huge spread of food. You can go with watermelon, um, or fruits and veggies and something very light as an appetizer, as opposed to a five hour Christmas party where you, you should actually have some hearty, like appetizers that are going to sustain your guests. Totally. Make sense. Totally. And then determining how many you're going to eat. That's the other thing is like, okay, how many do you think if, if you're not serving a meal and people are going to be at your house for a number of hours, then you've got to make them so that they could replace a meal is the way I always think of it. And you want to make sure that you're having enough food to replace a meal, if that makes sense. So you don't want to give them just, um, you know, veggie sticks and call it a day. I love, and I like really love, like you said, the heavy appetizer. I a hundred percent think a party can sustain on heavy, heavy appetizers. I actually really like it because it gives people the option to try different things versus like one main thing. Um, sure. and I totally agree on the, like sustaining, like you said, if they're, if they're going to be drinking, you need something that's going to kind of help soak that up. Cause it, like, you know, I've been in that situation too, where you go to a party and there's literally nothing you can eat except some veggie sticks. And then you've had like three drinks and you're like, I need to go home and make myself a quesadilla. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you know, you don't want your guests to feel that way. Um, it's one thing that if you're hungry and you, you know, it's, but when you feel like as a host, you haven't done your job to make sure that your guests are comfortable. Um, I, yeah, sustainable, heavy appetizers is always great. And, you know, um, 
there's times when, you know, there's people that you would never know that your friends, like my husband does not eat fish. He just does not. And I've, we've been to a dinner party where they served salmon and it was like, that was the only thing that they served was salmon and something that he didn't eat any of. And he was so embarrassed and there was nothing else. Like all the appetizers were fish and it was like, Oh, I don't know what to do, you know? And I was trying to cover for him and we were kind of like, Oh my gosh. Um, poor guy or, you know, or, you know, like if you're a vegetarian and everything has meat in it, dude, like nothing worse than that. So yeah, the heavy apps is great because then you can do a salmon one. You can do a, you know, some sort of meat based one. You can do a a vegetable one, you know, and, and go from there. Yes. Because you can, it's easily, you can easily accommodate so many um, types of eaters because you're doing like app plates versus like you're doing burgers and you have to think about, okay, how many veggie burgers do I need or how many, you know, whatever. And you have to count. And it, you know, what if you always get a little extra, but then what if someone who eats meat decides, oh, that, you know, black bean burger looks great. I'm neat one of those. And then the person that that was intended for doesn't have it. So it's like, it gets kind of tricky in that sense. Absolutely. I feel like. Absolutely. That's the part where, you know, it's a lot of, I like to, you know, always have more of all of yes. it just because why not? And you, you know, you'll, you'll eat it and it's going to get eaten at some point. If you have to send it home with your, you know, like black right. bean burgers, there's, you know, five extra, send them home with somebody, you know, it's like, it's not a big deal. Totally. But that's why I love the appetizers. Cause you can have so many kinds and it just accommodates so many different types of people with, you know, you know, that selection of food. So would you say like, let's say you're having 20 people, how many appetizers would you make that, you know, like you said, 24 to 36 spaces, how many appetizers would you make if it's like a heavy appetizer party? Um, if there's about 20 people and you're, we want to sustain and, you know, you're going across the board with the vegan, you know, I would go four or five different appetizers. I, and, and one of the key, if you're not into like, you just don't know what to do. Um, I am a big proponent of the charcuterie boards, um, because that in itself can be like replace one or two appetizers. Um, and it doesn't have to be hard. And it, you know, there's so many fancy ones out there and I love trying to do those myself. But, um, if you think of it more as like a grazing board, that is like key. And you can start with the basics of some, some crackers, some nuts, some fruit, some veggies, you can go meats and cheeses on, you know, it depends on your guests. Um, I like, you know, my, a lot of my family are meat and cheese eaters. So I start with that on one side and then I fill in with all the other things. Um, chips, salsa, um, dips, those sort of things. You can get a board going and you don't have to have a fancy cutting board or anything. You can even get a piece of um, wood from the wherever clean it up, put some butcher paper over it, even wax paper if you don't have it. And 
just start laying it out. And I'll tell you so many times I'll have a long old charcuterie board there as instead of like, you know, and have one or two appetizers beside it. And it feeds a whole group of 20 easily. I love that. And, um, I also like I putting down the butcher paper idea, like just straight on your table too, is awesome. Like you just absolutely put it down and pile stuff on and you can feed so many different, you can even have like two tables, like one with, you know, or even a half and half, like one for like, you know, meat eaters, dairies or whatever. And the other, you know, can feed, I mean, there's so many things you could put on a board. I mean, the possibilities are like endless. Like I've even seen, um, done it before where you like literally cook like bow tie pasta and like put that in a bowl with like marinara as like a dip and like just so many options. Oh, there's so many options. I, you know, I've done a nacho one where there's just chips and then all the way around it is um, like a bowl of cheese, uh, you know, the, all the fixings, the guacamole, you make it more of like make your own nacho kind of thing. And we've done dessert. We've done dessert ones where one's over here, one's a meat and cheese one you, you know, you automatically think meat and cheeses and whatnot, but then there's a dessert one where you have different cookies and different, um, sweets and things that folks can nibble on and whatnot. Um, and then, I mean, you could do sandwich making boards, you can do all kinds of things. I mean, the possibilities are endless and, you know, there's always a ton of ideas online, but um, just stick with what your theme is. You know, if you're going with a Mexican theme, then yeah, like split them up. If you have, you know, people that are vegan and that don't want their meats and cheeses touching, you know, their nuts and fruit and veggies, you can do three boards, you know, especially with, but totally make it, make it easy on yourself. Don't make it like some, you have to have all these entertaining things and platters and whatnot. I think the way of the, the past, um, my grandmother was a huge party. Um, she used to throw the, the largest parties and I think that's where I got it from, but totally have, you know, it was like the night before we would sit and she would put like post-its on each of the platters on where each food was going to go around the house. And it was like, Wow. That those days while they're fun and I highly recommend if you want to do that, do that. But if you're looking for simple, yeah, get a roll of butcher paper at the dollar store with your streamers and throw it down and go from there. It's so easy and people just enjoy it so much more. And talk about easy cleanup. You just kind of like roll it up and out you go. <laughs> Done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that. That's such a good idea. Like just, and honestly, Trader Joe's is like the best for like the random little things you can put on a charcuterie board. Like you can find so many different random things there that you're like, oh, I've never even knew what this was. Like the dips and like just so many, it's insane. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, you know, go to their like nuts and fruit sections, like um, someone re- recently was asking me, okay, can you make me a list of what I need on my charcuterie board? And I was like, okay, well, actually I would go to the like nuts and fruit section by, you know, 
what what's your theme what what you know what what kind of flavors are you going for you know you can go olives you can go those dried mandarins you know everything and and people love like oh this is a spicy nut that I have never tried totally like they love that and people you'll see people like hovering around the board like oh these are delicious and you know and mixing the lights mixing the salty and the sweet is so good. Like, you know, having like jam to put on like crackers with something like people love that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I love it. So many options. I mean, this has been great. There's the only thing I, so my last question for you is you have all this done. How do we, as the party is approaching, is there an easy way to break up the tasks so that you don't wake up the day of the party and are like, Oh my God, I have, three hours to do this. And I have 4 million things to do. Like, how would you suggest like breaking things up? Sure. I, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. Um, so if you're going to go for a kid's party where you're decorating and you have a theme and you have all this different stuff, I recommend, you know, let start the decorating the day before. If, if you can just, you know, at least with like, setting up your table, you you know, put some platters out or wherever you're going to start to put things, start that, start the day before, um, know your, your menu. If, if you're having a Christmas party and it's all heavy appetizers and a lot of them have to be cooked, look at how the timing on all of it, like if they all take three hours, then, you know, like what can you make Uh, beforehand what which of them can you do before what can you prep before um I'm all about keeping it easy if you're going charcuterie that's the the easiest of them all because you're kind of just gonna throw them out like a half hour before and or you know if it's gonna take you a little longer 30 to 40 minutes because they can stay out for a while they're gonna stay out the time of your party um in terms of if you're talking like Thanksgiving dinner party, that sort of thing, you know, the week before I like to sort of make sure that I've set my menu and it makes sense with the dietary um, changes or differences of my guests. And then um, you kind of say, okay, well, three to four days before you're going to go grocery shopping, get all the things on your list. And then if you can prep things the day before, great. Um, dinner parties are not usually keep it simple. I mean, that's right. the, always the thing, right? So if you know, you have six dishes, then time them out. And what can you make early? What can sit, what can go in the fridge, um, pasta salads, or, you know, um, you know, Thanksgiving, the cranberries, if you're going to make those, those can always go in the fridge and you can bring them out those sort of things. You just want to make sure, like, I like to get as much done before the party as possible so that it's not like a scramble. And then you're there and you haven't even put your makeup on and you're like, "Ah!" right. Um, Well, even like dips and stuff you make like a spinach dip or whatever, you can make that the day before and not bake it and just put it in the, put it in the fridge. And then the day morning of, like, just put it on your countertop to kind of reach like room temp again, and then just throw it all in the oven so that it's ready. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, perfect. Definitely. And, and, you know, like, 
a lot of the things you can make the day before and then we'll just, you know, pull them out. Do it. Totally. Gosh, this has been such a wealth of information. I've wanted yeah. to do something like this on this podcast for a while because I just, you know, as people are starting to do parties again, like it's, um, our mental health is a little delicate right now. So, um, yeah, and, sure you know, overwhelmed. Absolutely. But, you know, and to that point is that keep it simple. And I keep saying it, but like, literally invite your friends over for, um, pizza, you know, then you're not like overwhelmed and, or order out. We, you know, Sophia and I, we had our families together and we just ordered out and it was like, okay, that was the easiest. And we got together and you're not like, you're not having this overwhelming, like I have to feed them sort of thing. And totally when that's not what it's about. It's about your mental health, getting back together with friends and family and just breaking bread over and talking and chatting and totally you know, having fun. Totally agree. Well, thanks Allie. This was awesome. And you guys make sure you go to her site. I swear, like you have to go and get all these ideas. She has so many like entertaining is such a, um, it's like a meshing of so many worlds, like the craft world, the food world, the drink world, like it's all one thing. So, um, I suggest whatever party you're having, go to her site. She has, especially if you're trying to save money, she has the best ideas. So good. And Uh I literally can even do some of them. And I am like the biggest Pinterest fail human on the planet. I have tried to do like, (laughs) if you go, that's the problem is like you go to Pinterest and it looks great. And then you go there and you're like, I can't do this. Whereas Ali's site, it's like step by step by step. And it's literally like foolproof. Like you could totally do these things. I swear. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. And, and thanks, if not, email me. <laughs> seriously, get in touch. <laughs> um, but thanks for being here and everyone listening. Thank you so much for listening and for being part of this podcast. If you love it, please do a rate and review. It really helps get my podcast out so I can get um, more guests to come on to share this incredible information with everybody, um, with all of you. And make sure to tune in next time because we are going to have another guest on talking about protein, which is um, kind of a big subject these days, I feel like. But thanks, Allie. So appreciate you being here. Thank you.